Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom So this is it, the final episode of United Queendom in 2020. And what a fitting end to a shitty, hideous year. It's been tough all round. March seems such a long time ago. And we have managed to give you an episode every single week. I know. Where is our round of applause? I believe we deserve it. So today we have gathered um, some of the best bits from the shows that we have done that were not Drag Race related. So prepare yourself for a great big steaming pile of hits. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. First up in our greatest hits is from our Pride episode where we were discussing celebrity stories of which we have many. So Bananarama are on the bill as well. And I actually have a little tale about them because I went drinking with them one night. Ooh. I know, right? I was hobnobbing with the, uh, you know, the big stars. Actually, it was, the story is mainly around Bruce Forsyth. So uh, I was... Oh, God. I was, I was with... pairing. I was with Bananarama and um, we were having a few drinks. And as we were, as because I was sat on a table with them. And as we were leaving at this fancy event, there was... There was Brucey, so like they were like, "Oh, ask for ask us for a picture, ask us for a picture," and obviously the whole the whole thing was completely random. And I was like, "Okay, so I have to ask for a picture with Banana Rama." So I went up to him and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, Brucey," and he and he turned around and he went, "What?" <laughs> I was like, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just," so, and I was touching his shoulder because I'm I'm quite a tactile person, but I was just like, you know, oh, uh, can I? And I was about to say, you know, you grabbed his crotch. Be honest. No, I did. I didn't. Can I say? Can I? Nice to grope you. To grope you. Nice. <laughs> So and I and I said, oh, can I have a? And I was about to go and have a picture, and he went, "You're standing on my shoe." <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't at all. I wasn't. And I said, "Oh, I said I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry." I said, "I just wanted to know if you if you could have a picture with Banana Rama." And he literally turned around to them and he went, "Oh, hello, ladies." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, that's just lovely." It's a funny story till you find out he died later that day of a broken toe. <laughs> that was actually his demise. <laughs> it was years before he passed. Thank you very much. But also, I'm not. Being, I'm not being funny though. Just I didn't grope him. But um, Paul Daniels actually thought that I groped him. <laughs> oh God! I'm going to make this finger disappear up your ass. <laughs> no, we were. We were. At, I was at a party with Paul. My a friend of mine was doing. Um, had a thirtieth, and he was doing the magic. Paul Daniels, and he sat next to me doing a trick, and I went ha ha ha, touched his knee, and he went, "Don't touch my knee." <laughs> oh my God! Well, maybe his penis goes all the way down to his knee. I mean, he's quite short. I think they're just old school and they don't particularly want, you know, pufters touching them. Back in the day, I mean, I don't know. Well, usually they're the one touching everyone else. I mean, we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> God, we can't help but get dark, can we? <laughs> no. But just to bring it back to that story, did Brucey know who Bananarama were? Yeah, of course. Of course he did. They're, you know, they're from the 80s. when I wouldn't recognise them. They were them. from the 80s when his memory was still intact. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, have you ever met any um, famous people at Pride yourself? Um, well, I think, was it last year? The year? Which year was Kylie? Was that last year? Uh, yes, I believe it was. So last year, Kylie, we were, my partner and I were watching with our friend Dan in the crowd, and then we realised that um, Mel C was stood next to us, and we were all <gasps> absolutely wasted, so I did what any 
what any normal Spice Girls fan would do, and I started singing Baby When You're Gone at her. Not even one of her solo hits, one of her duets. Um, but it turns <laughs> out, and I know this is a shock, celebrities don't like having their own songs sung at them, so she made a swift exit. She said, goodbye, my friend, and went away. Um, <laughs> and then that was it. So I had, we, and we had some drinks. I think it was with you, wasn't it? Was it the year before with Louise Redknapp? That's right, yes. And I did it again then. I sung naked to her. Oh, God, I'm, I can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say, I, I, I sing their own songs at them out of tune. I can't really scoff at you, seeing as I um I sang I sang an M people song to uh, Heather Small from M people, but in a Heather Small voice. <laughs> oh, the saxophone voice. I went, That's actually very fitting for Pride because I was going to ask, what have you done today <laughs> to make you feel proud? Sorry, who's that supposed? Who's that supposed <laughs> to be? Miranda's ruined that. <laughs> That was Heather Small, but it's a genuine question. As it's pride, Sam, I want to ask, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Well, certainly those celebrity stories did not make me feel proud at all. But hey, what can we say? We would never let you down in front of the celebs. Next up, things get a little bit messy, shall we say. But um, the one I thought of was many, many moons ago, not that I'm that old, I um, once pulled a very attractive man. It was actually in Cuba, our sponsors. Um, so it's a place to, to find <laughs> love Lang. as well as a good drink. And I went back to his and um, I was very, very drunk. And I can't remember fully what happened, um, as you'll see, but we were fooling around and I thought it was all going quite well. And in the morning we woke up and it was the whole walk of shame thing. But he mm. was going into town to work and so was I. So we got the tube together and we're just making that kind of awkward small talk. And mm. he gave me a Red Bull, which was welcome because I hadn't had a lot of sleep. And then we swapped numbers yeah. and then I messaged him. I was just like, oh, well, last night was fun. Maybe we should do it again. And he was like, are you fucking kidding? You pissed in my wardrobe? And then as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I got the message, you know, when it suddenly does come flooding back to you. Well, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. And I did remember getting up in the night and going to the toilet. But obviously, I think I just went in the direction that my toilet at home is. Whereas in his house, it's the direction of his wardrobe. And I just thought, well, that'll do. Pissed all over his clothes. And then he was so polite, he still didn't mention it in the morning, but then was so shocked that I'd asked for his number and actually messaged him. He's like, are you kidding? Like, I was being polite, but you literally urinated on all my clothes. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I I mean, I mean, have urinated in somebody's room before. Um, just As like a sex thing or like an accident? Well, no, I mean, um, it is it's an age-old story of mine, which I, I sadly can't talk about uh, the people involved. For legal reasons. At some, for legal reasons, but at some point during the night, I did it's wake Johnny myself Depp. up. <laughs> it was Johnny Depp, all right. I, w- I woke <laughs> myself up with the sound of my own piss clattering on his um, parquet wooden floors, which woke me up woke him up and he um and he asked if I was pissing on his floor and I denied it. <laughs> what a lovely story. I think we can all agree. Well, after this festive season, we are all feeling a little bit nauseous having eaten literally everything in sight and sometimes we might feel a bit sick like these guys. Anyway, so being sick, so I think, so when I was about 13, I was, um, you know, going out in inverted commas with this girl, Lydia. And we went down what to... What went wrong? I'm kidding. Oh, well, I think this, this, was, this was the night. Uh, so we went down to the local fairground and um, I think I'd been on one of those, those um, sort of centrifuge things, the ones where you stick to the wall and it spin around, spins around really fast, do you know Oh, I mean? God, yeah. Um, which are awful anyway. And I came off of that and then I went on to uh, this thing called Freddy's Revenge, which was, um, you know, Freddy Krueger. It's like, it was through one of those ones with three prongs with three cars on each prong and it goes round and that spins round and the cars spin round. Oh, I hate blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. And... 
halfway through, I started to think, oh, Christ, hang on a minute. Um, and then it started to come, the bile started to come up, and I was like, oh, trying not to, trying to stuff my jumper in my mouth. And it erupted. It was curry. <laughs> oh, um, my God. It, it came, it was all over me. It was all over Lydia. And, you know, there's a video, there's a video, a cine film, obviously, because I'm that old, um, of us <laughs> coming off of the, coming off of the ride, both of us drenched in my vom and nobody's face is a smiling. Oh, was it chunky or liquid? The whole thing was just chunky. I don't. I don't eat it about two hours. Chunky yet funky. Oh my god! Mm. And very spicy. Probably spunky <laughs> as well, knowing you. <laughs> Not at thirteen. You probably probably got three people pregnant. Um, I, I have one as well. It was so me and Lewis. We'd been to. Um, a couple's house for like a, a daytime drinking session. We're not friends with them anymore, which is um, probably partly related to the story. Um, they kind of, but they put on such a rich spread of food. It was just a lot of cheese, a lot of oh, yeah. white Russian, a lot of just like everything was dairy, dairy, oh, dairy, God, dairy. Oh, God, like, like Bailey's as well. Yeah, stuff like that. And you spent all day just drinking it. And then because you sit still, you don't really notice how drunk you are. And then we l- finally left. It was only about seven o'clock in the evening, but we just spent all day just curdling inside and then Ooh. and then we got off at elephant castle which is where we lived at the time and got into the lift which was always jam-packed and we were all like sardines <sighs> and there was oh just this God. like chinese woman just like pushed up against my front and i just felt it turn and it just like it wasn't a big like little britain like <laughs> but, but i went i kind of like spluttered and then this like shoot of vomit came out of my mouth and went onto this woman and <gasps> it was <laughs> it was when i realized how different um that part of the world is to our part of the world because she apologised to me. (laughs) She was like, sorry. And I was like, apology accepted. (laughs) And then I just like shuffled out of the lift, mortified, just like, oh my God, I was just sick on a woman. Was it it in her hair? No, it was down her front. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it was more like when a baby's sick on you rather than, it wasn't like what you did on that ride. I didn't drench anyone, but I definitely left my mark. Yes, another delightful story. (laughs) This next one is all about football. Okay, it isn't really. It starts off like that and then descends into one of our favourite people and characters and impressions of all time. We actually have another, we just mentioned football for a very rare occasion, but the last question, unless you want to ask, uh, do another one of yours, Sam, is also... I I do have another question, actually. Do you want to do it now or do you want to end it with yours? Um, We may as well do it now. Go on. Go on, go on, go on. It's another drag race one. Fuck's sake, go on. Um, <clears throat> okay, so this is from um, Sam. It was. Did you basically... ask this question yourself? No, <laughs> my friend Sam. Jesus, <laughs> the one, the one who hates, the one who hates um, Jeffrey Boyd Chapman. That could be anyone. Well, that could be anyone. I mean, lovely Matt sent in a question as well, but you said you hate it. It was about who's your favourite drag queen, um, so you don't want that. Chinx Monsoon uh, there. We've answered. Uh, Next. Um, Man- Manila Luzon for me, thank you. No, or Shangela. Okay, so we did answer them anyway. Uh, what maxi challenge would you want to be in or think you'd be good at? Snatch game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking. Yeah, I think snatch game for me as well. And who would you be? Well, I think I said it the other week, but I, at the moment I'm thinking Greta Thunberg. I haven't. <laughs> I... But that's simply because you look like her, though. For a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There was someone else I thought of who'd be really good. Um, oh, fuck! It was someone similar to her who's kind of like been famous the last couple of years and is a bit. Oh, who was it? 
No, it's gone. I should write these down. Who would you? Oh, I love them. Um, I was. I was. <laughs> well, I mean, seeing it as I've I've been in my head perfecting uh, the Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek accent, so I think I could do that. Yeah. No, David. That's not the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> I sound more like not droopy. <laughs> What's he called? Eeyore. That's what I sound like. Can I do Eeyore for Snatch Game? Yes, of course. <laughs> Is this again with the looks thing? <laughs> I am hung like a donkey. Sorry. Um, <laughs> or, it, or it comes off and it's attached with a button. <laughs> right. We, we have one last question. It's the football question. The one we've all been waiting for. It's from Annabelle and Asheen. Um, Sam, who do you think will win the Premiership next year? <laughs> is, this a jo- is this a joke question? Yes, but I thought it would be interesting to see if... What, we- pre- what Premiership? <laughs> what Premiership, David? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think Liverpool stand a very good chance because they won it last year. <laughs> you sound more like Maggie Thatcher. And you sound like a disgruntled pelican. <laughs> <laughs> See, even when talking about football, we can't help but make it the gayest thing in the world. <laughs> I think that was about football at all. No, that wasn't about football at all. <laughs> right, next up, we had a special 911 video premiere show talking about all things Gaga. And obviously, Madonna gets involved as well. If it was tomorrow, would you rather see a full-blown Madonna concert or a full-blown Lady Gaga concert? Well, given what we know, Moon would uh, cancel a wedding to go to a Gaga concert, so don't answer. Cancel his own wedding, yes. Well, I think if they were both going to do the tour that they would probably do, I would choose Lady Gaga. If I could choose the set list myself and say you would perform these songs, I would love to have a Madonna <laughs> concert. Jesus, of course it would be Madonna then, because, you, you know, you'd choose your ultimate Madonna playlist and it would be stupendous. And because Madonna never... I mean, Gaga often will play ball. She gives the fans what they want. I guess early, mm. the earlier in your career you are, the more likely you are to do that, because mm. you're not as bored of the classics. Whereas Madonna does not want to perform some of her 80s songs, and, I mean, and when she does, she, she remixes them and they sound weird. And Or, she, or she'll do Open Your Heart, on a ukulele sitting on a tricycle <laughs> and, and it's just not the same. That is exactly what she does. <laughs> so you've just halfway through the song before you know it's one of your favourites. Like, oh, and then you're like, and you really try and get into it, but it's too late. You've already gone for a piss because you think it's going to be a shit one. Yeah, she uses every loophole to get the greatest hits in, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, I know. And the thing is, like, I mean, I because I didn't go to the Reinvention Tour, which is the only tour I actually of Madonna's I haven't been to since since the girly show. Um, oh, but I'm I so think, jealous. Um, I'm jealous you were at Drowned. I wish I'd been at Drowned. I was at, I was at, I nearly drowned, actually. Uh, no, <laughs> Gay <not>. tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just... So the thing is, um, I just... So, so obviously, so you and I both have met Madonna's uh, team before. Um, and I just want to write to her PR and just be a, be a big lengthy thing saying how she is the queen of pop and, you know, she should do... A true blue two with you know Chet Pettibone like the same producers they're still alive. She's a good you know she's a good songwriter. Just get like you know get the vibe that everybody's. It's like everybody's plumbing the depths of her creativity to create these amazing pop dance albums like look at Dua whatever. Like I mean there's so much. That's why obviously Madonna's on the remix the Dua remix album. But there's it's like 
Dare's taking the stuff that she has perfected and now she's doing something else that isn't as good and then they're sort of reaping the rewards. No, but I just think that if if people had listened, given if Madonna had listened to the advice that people gave her, which was to do exactly what you just said and work with Pettibone and the 80s producers and do another True Blue, we never would have got Ray of Light, we never would have got music, we never would have got Confessions on a Dance Floor. Oh, no, I agree. Madonna's I agree, not now, interested I mean, in repeating herself. Yeah, but now is yeah. maybe next, she's about to release the next revolutionary album. I mean, and the thing is, she... Um, she did some. She sometimes does listen. Like before MDNA, people kept saying, "Work with Willie Marbet again. Work with him again." She did work with him again, mm. and the songs just weren't as good. You can't always mm. recapture that magic, magic. And um... <laughs> no, you're you're right. You're right. I just I just want to. I want like I was saying. I wanted to love so so much, Madame X. I wanted to love it. Like I've given so much time and 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 love to wanting to because I. I just think she's amazing and it's just, you know... Crazy is and a then... very good song. If you keep listening to Crazy, it should have been the lead single. It would have taken off on mm. radio and we'd be in a very different situation now. But we cannot... If, if there's one thing Gaga does not want, it's her United Queendom episode hijacked by Madonna. So we cannot <laughs> allow know, that sorry. time. Unfortunately, Madonna did indeed hijack that episode. But moving swiftly on, we get back to the subject in hand, which is Gaga. And this time, we decide to discuss which... Are her best videos. Um, so, <laughs> what would you call prior to this then Gaga's three strongest music videos? Three. Um, okay. Three. <laughs> Th- three. Um, I think Born This Way, even though she's far too skinny in it. Um, oh, I disagree already. Because I. <laughs> because um, not that paparazzi. she's too skinny. Oh, paparazzi pa- definitely is in my top three. I think it's maybe the best. Cause... Yeah. Well, paparazzi, yeah, paparazzi, fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I think, despite all the product placement, maybe bad romance. Although I do love, although I, oh no, I don't really love applause that much. Oh wait, hang on, I'm missing, I'm missing out a of art pop shit here. I think. Oh, well, there's only really two art pop videos. There's applause there's, and GUI. And it's GUI slash Venus, though, isn't it? So it's really like a double-ended... Double-ended dildo. <laughs> well, yeah, that is, like, actually a short film because it had art pop, Venus, GUI, yeah. and I think even a little bit of... And then at the end, Mannequin plays over the credits. So because yeah. the era was dead, she just shoved every song into that video. Well, it's as a I, good I, one, though. Fa- she never released my favourite al- song on the album, that was Sex Dreams. Oh, that was my... When it came out, I thought that should have been the lead single. Oh, me too. It's amazing. Yeah, although if you hear the version of that song that came out before the album, it was even better. It was really 80s and slow, and then she, like, rejigged it. But, yeah, there oh, are... really? Yeah. Where, where can I get... Where can I listen to that? She, she perfor- Legally. She performed it at the iTunes Festival in London, so there's a YouTube video of her performing it. There's no, like, audio version, like, uh, from the studio. But she did a version. Oh wait, where... the iTunes and there was like she did like seven tracks. I was there. Yeah, you were there, so you've heard it. Oh, I don't remember though. Well, you were you were wasted on nine one ones, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd 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 pop nine nine nines, nine one ones, um, um, downers, candy cards, one 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 eights. All I the numbers. A of, I, I popped a couple of one one eight, one one eights, and woo! I knew everything that night. <laughs> Well, I think I agree with two of your three now then, Sam. You've said Bad Romance, which I think has to go in because it's like the yeah, like signature classic 
what you think yeah. of when you think of her. And then you said mm. paparazzi, which is when I believe she became a superstar mm. that we know of for but, now. But then also telephone as well, so that's difficult. Telephone is really good and really iconic, but there's also some really, like, shit bits in telephone. Like, when they wear, like, the leopard print catsuit and when... And honestly, nobody likes shit bits in the telephone. (laughs) (laughs) You've really got to scrub that down. Oh, my God. We certainly gave the Divas quite a showing this year on United Queendom. One other thing that we talked about was Jobsworths, something that is a pet hate for both myself and Ed as we say here. I, I did a couple of eat outs to help out, right? Eat, eat me out to help you we out. We don't want to hear about your um, sex life anymore, Sam, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I ate a few people out to help them out. No, I, I, and, the thing is, and the thing is, I agree, I agree with you. Like, I, a couple of times I did have to say something about uh, maybe like, the quality of the food or something, and I was like, oh, this isn't really very nice, or this isn't what I want. Or, this Obviously, isn't what I wanted. this isn't very nice. What a great review. <laughs> uh, I'm terribly sorry, and, but this is inedible. And... Because the thing is, like, I mean, you should be when there's less people there, there's, and there's, and you know, and you and you're wanting to make a good impression and stuff. Like, um, you need to get sort of like go the extra mile because we're going the extra mile to to come and to do something. And they like at least, I mean, normal service. Do you know what I mean? Normal good service. So if something's poor, um, you should say something about it. Yeah, there's always. something awful going on at the moment. Like within when you walk into a shop or into a restaurant or a bar when you when you are allowed or whatever. Um, within seconds, you're, like, scalded. You're, like, even when you walk in with your mask, it's like, oh, no, hand sanitizer. Oh, no, have you track and trace? And it's, like, it's not the fact... Obviously, they're following the rules that they've been told to do, and we have to as well. Mm. But it's the tone. It's, like, you treat it like you're some sort of nuisance or pest or, like, criminal. And it's, like, actually, when we are allowed to go out, we're the people who are trying Mm. to keep your jobs alive. Like, would you rather customers didn't come and you all lost your jobs? Like, I just don't really understand where this... Animosity towards I can, un- I can understand from. where that I can understand where that comes from in the way that um, I mean, it's obviously it just all comes down to you know how you are as a server. I think, and I think like um, whereas if you're, I mean, obviously I get served by so many good people all the time, and you know, and they are doing a really good job. But I think if some if you're already a bit of a shitty server, then you just take the opportunity to. <laughs> have a good yell. I mean, this is this is jobs worth heaven. Do you know what I mean? That's like, the you thing. Jobs worth like, are really riding the because I've worked in a million oh, bars and riding this, and I yeah. wasn't the best server. I'll put my hands up, but I was never like actively mm. acted like I hated customers. Like maybe I'd be a bit mm. sloppy, or maybe sometimes I'd get a bit mm-hmm. of an attitude if someone was rude to me. But I'd wait for them to be rude first. I don't just start treating customers who walk through the door like they're shit, which is how, what's happening at the moment. And it just seems oh, to be... I know. Totally, that happened to my mum in Sainsbury's this week. She, she had, was shoplifting, so to be fair. So that is a different she, story. <laughs> she, she, she had a couple of bags of brown <laughs> and was trying to leave. No, she... Um, what aisle she is was, that on? <laughs> She's <laughs> pharmaceuticals orbs. Um, <laughs> Unexpected heroin in the bagging area. Mm. She basically <laughs> she was a heroine after this tale. She's basically <laughs> collecting these um these like little Lego cards, right? That you spend a certain amount of money and they give you they give you these cards like for every ten pounds you spend to give to kids, right? And so she was collecting them for my nieces and she said to somebody behind her, or no, somebody in front of her who had spent like a hundred quid, she was like, Oh, can I can I get the cards that because they didn't want them? And then the server was like, No, she you can't have them. Like if he doesn't want them then 
then he can't have them. So, like, you, you can't have them. He can't just pass them to you. And she was like, why not? That's ridiculous. And the man was like, OK, well, I, well I'll have them then. And fully intent, he was like, she was, she was like, no, you can't have them because you're just going to give them to her. And he was like, yeah, that's right. And I just bought, spent all the money, so I'll take them. She was like, no, you can't have them. And like, basically, <laughs> went completely. No. And, and, then, and, and then she was, this person was like shouting at somebody else, like, get back, get back. And it was like, what? honey. Like the man in Titanic like, with the gun. Get back, I say. <laughs> yeah. Women and children <laughs> first. Give us a chance. <laughs> And then she You're shot a gun in the air and it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. What, the price gun? <laughs> uh, she was like, get back! She, she, she was going to laminate all of us. Um, no, it was... Do you know what it was? But this is what I mean. It's exactly it. Like, I think... If you're already a bit in that Jobsworth headspace, you either go one, if you're like a good server, then you're like really super nice and everybody sort of cares for each other. And I love the way that, that everyone's pulling together like that. But the, on the other side, they are horrendous and taking full advantage of being an absolute cunt. I know. And it's just, I don't know, it's getting me down. It's a hard time of year. The prospects look bleak mm. and it's mm. getting colder. And I hope that mm-hmm. this show provides us all... With a little bit of a cheer up in there when there's not a lot to be cheery about. But in typical us fashion, I should have known we'd do this. Usually what we do is have a theme of an episode and we always end up talking about Madonna no matter what the theme is. But this theme of the episode was Madonna <laughs> and we've not fucking mentioned her yet. So... <laughs> and no time for that now because this is a greatest hits of United Kingdom for the year. So and next up, we were discussing going to the movies and movies in general during this pandemic and this COVID adult time. We're talking about the witches, the witches. The witches! So again, COVID is ruining stuff. So this would have been a big cinematic release. It probably would have been the biggest Halloween release of the year. Mm. But I don't think you can even watch it in a cinema. We definitely can't now because we're going back into lockdown. But well, no, you. I don't know. They did. They didn't. They didn't even release. They. They didn't even release it to the cinema, which is a shame because. Um, because it's Robert Zemeckis who's done. I mean, he did Back to the Future. He did. Um, Oh, he's done some amazing films, and so like he's and he does rely a little bit too much on CGI. But he's, I mean, his Forrest Gump didn't he do? Yeah, I think so. But he's got really, um, like it's really like his films ought to be seen on the big screen. It's a lot of scope, a lot of you know the um the 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 colors and the characters and la di da di da. It's all very um it's all very big screen. So it's a shame to see it on the small screen, but you you can understand. How much did yeah, you pay I... for it? I paid 15 fucking pounds. That was the scariest part of the whole experience. <laughs> How much did you pay for it? Yeah, 15.99. Good on, good on Ultra HD, though. And we, like, we had all the family over. So, well, I mean, there's seven in our bubble, I think. So, um, so that I mean, that's a damn sight cheaper than if we'd all gone to the cinema. That is true. And at, at the moment, like, when something like that costs quite a lot, you're still like, well, I'm supporting an industry that's very much struggling at the moment. So at least it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like... Well, exactly. All... I mean, well, I mean, the cinema experience would be so more expensive because, I mean, especially for me, because I, I like to buy some nachos and a drink and now they sell booze there. I'm a bag of brown. That. They a only do of... that odium, though. A bag... <laughs> You can't get a bag of brown at Empire these days. You, just you, get can't a get a, you, can't, you can't get a bag of brown at a Cine World. Oh, for love, no money, I'll tell you that. Oh, concessions. Concessions on a dance floor. Um, so... <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, so, 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 so yeah, no, you. I mean, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, so I mean, it's like you would you'd spend so much money on food and drink that, like, you know, and that is obviously where the cinema comes in. That's where they make their money. But um, the movie, I think, that, I mean, if it's not in cinema with like something like fifteen quid, are they cutting out the middleman, or is it just are they going to be losing money? I mean, I don't get it. 
Oh, I'm sure there's plenty you don't get, Sam. Right. Next up, we're discussing actresses who could have played the Grand High Witch in The Witches. And here they are, and we both seem to agree for once. And what Cher was... Um, Angelica Houston obviously seems like that role was completely made for her and she was everyone's top choice. But two other people considered that I thought was interesting. Two Glenn music Close. divas. Oh, she would have been a good choice, actually. No, she wasn't one of the ones that I read was considered. Oh. Uh, Cher and Liza Minnelli. Uh, I can't see Liza in it, but I kind of... <laughs> no, I can't see Liza. She'd have been like, oh, who wants a witch? Take off your wigs! Come on, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The only way they could have made this role any camper is by shoving Liza in it. But Cher, and, then, I mean... and the do- the audience would have definitely been full of old gay men if that was the case. <laughs> but I think Cher would have been, t- for me, too famous to be in the role because I wouldn't have been able to be scared because I'd be like, oh, it's Cher. How can I be scared um... of Cher? No, because the thing is, uh, round about then in the nineties, that she, I think she had done the Witches of Eastwick, and she was a fantastic. I mean, I think she, I still think she's an amazing actress. Oh, she'd um, won an Oscar by then, hadn't she? Yeah, yes. exactly. So she's. I mean, I think I actually think she'd have been really good. I think um, Sigourney Weaver would have been really good as well. And oh, um, Sigourney and Weaver—that's another good choice. You should be a casting yeah. agent, Sam. I know, babes. I know, and <laughs> and I cast me. <laughs> I cast me as the Grand High Witch and the hero and the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little. I can be a little boy and an old lady. That's same scene come on i'm the grandma too <laughs> moving swiftly on next up was our very special kylie minogue episode and it turned out that ed wasn't really into kylie at all <gasps> hope you were sitting down when you received that information i don't think kylie would rank in my top 10 but i do what I, over the years i've like i've always been like i'm not like into kylie but whenever i listen to her greatest hits i do really enjoy it because she you kind like of all of them i i like a lot of them because to me she's never released amazing albums she's doing it more later in her career but she was always someone who released an album there were a few amazing songs on it fever to be fair was an exception but generally she wasn't known for massive albums she have you listened always... to all the albums all the way through even though, uh, to be the fair i haven't actually listened to them so <laughs> <laughs> i'm just, just... <laughs> I've never listened outra- to... What an outrageous comment, then. Well, I just assumed if they were that good, because, I mean, she's, she's never been someone who's won, like... You know, like Madonna's iconic albums. Are, albums. Especially, the, especially the early ones. Um, Enjoy Yourself is fantastic all the way through. Um, in fact, they're well, all... Well, early Kylie I have no time for, because, I mean, I was a bit too young for that, and that's not shade to you, Sam. But Fever I... is... Fever is amazing all the way through as well. Light Years all the way through. Um, they're, they're just... They're all brilliant. Sorry. Take that back so, right now. So the my favourite songs... Okay, I take it back. So I can't comment if I haven't listened to them. But no. Slow is my favourite Kylie song. I love that. And one of it's her... It's slow for me. Oh, I love it. You can vogue to that very slowly if you, if you try. <laughs> uh, I love Get Out of My Way because you can, like... When you're on a busy tube, especially these days, you can sing it to people. And I love some of the more <laughs> slow electric ones like... How does it feel in my arms? And I'm the one, love me, love me. I just you don't you don't I like wow wow Kylie. wow wow. Come on, that's a tune. That's what I do if I see a really large penis. I just go wow 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 wow. <laughs> and then and then luckily your mouth is filled. And Sam says now 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 now. <laughs> and obviously one of the best songs of all time. Pop Actually, songs. I think Can't I think plow 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 plow. <laughs> Sorry, babes. Um, we've all been drinking all weekend. Apologies to, to all of you for, for if we sound a little hoarse. Um, Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> 
Next up, we had a very special Kylie version of Something Wrong. And something went very wrong indeed, as you are about to find out. Right. <laughs> Backup option. Stop, stop, stop. Please stop, I can't take it anymore. Did you I get can't it? Bear te- I can't pay attention. I'm laughing too much about your strain, your strain humming. <laughs> it's not strange. That's how people hum. Isn't no it? strain. It sounds really. Oh, strain. <laughs> well, I was on the toilet. <laughs> so I was like, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> I, t- I tried to. Thing is, I'm not very good at like. I'm not. Very, I'm not very good at um, recognizing songs like you know when Cause came out with told dreams. Me before I started playing Humpting Wong with you. You know. I know, you know it. <laughs> Oh, go on then. Moon knows it. Go on, Moon. On a night like this. Yes! Well done, Moon. You've just shown up a gay man. You got it and he didn't. Oh, no. That was your first what, sorry? I think that was my first correct Humpting Wong. (laughs) (laughs) You even got the name of the the game wrong. You said Humpting (laughs) Wrong. It's Humpting Wrong. (laughs) But still, you got the answer Um... right and that is the main thing. Sam, you've made an absolute show of yourself. You said Kylie was your... Second favourite queen in the world, and you didn't recognise one of her signature hits, even though it was hummed masterfully by my true self. <laughs> what, what, um, what do I mean? I, my true self. What was I trying to say? It's by um, your, yours truly. <laughs> yours truly. <laughs> Sorry. Yours I was hummed by your. <laughs> by my true self. <laughs> what that's Isn't really that the name so of that pop band that went against girls aloud. That's one that true one voice. True <laughs> so is oh, your God. so is your is your true self something else? Is there something you can tell us? <laughs> your true self, this humming machine. <laughs> I'm so glad you knew what I was meaning then, Sam, because I honestly felt like I was having a bit of a um, dementia <laughs> moment. <laughs> My one true self. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point to leave it. I think we've discussed Kylie and paid tribute more than enough. This year, we even did a very special episode dedicated to the American election, which, of course, we veered wildly off topic and took some of your questions this time about the times we had been thrown out of places. Um, So we had a question from Toby. He said, it's looking increasingly likely that Trump will have to be unceremoniously thrown out of the White House. What is the most mortifying reason you guys have been thrown out of an event or establishment? (laughs) God, the last time that happened was uh, less a few than a month ago. ago. Yeah, I think we <laughs> yeah. talked about that, didn't we? But we had to be vague for legal reasons. Um, I've, got a, I've got a good one on there on that front. Ooh, give, um, it, give it to us. So one, I'll, I'll give it to you, all right? I'll peg you good. Um, <laughs> I, I got, so a year, years ago when I first started, I mean, I was, so I was doing music industry before and then I got into journalism and then I was, so basically I was going to showbiz parties and I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. Um... Like you know, get get the get lines. They kept telling me get lines and stories, and I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll get some cocaine. lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where's that bag of brown? <laughs> I need that bag of brown. So I um, <laughs> yes, I went to this um, I went to this party, and it was um, it was Kate. Oh, no, Ke- Kevin Spacey was having a party. That's what it was. Oh, it was, was it in was a palace? At, I was there. 
It was in um, somewhere really fancy. He was having a dinner and Kate Bitch, Moss was there I was as well. There. Were oh, you no. there as well? No, well Kate, Kate Moss wasn't at the one I was at, but I once went to a party with Kate, Kevin Spacey and it was in a palace and everyone was in tuxedo apart from me and I was in a checkered shirt and I was mortified. He didn't even no, fucking grope me. This wasn't this wasn't that. This wasn't that. So okay. um I I basically went up to him at some point and um I asked him and I, I was really Am pissed I too old for you, Kevin? I was really yeah. I was really pissed by the time I got there. I said I said, Oh well you're one of us though, aren't you? You're one of, you're one of our <gasps> lot. Oh my and god. The, and the PR heard me and I got thrown out. And then, um, and then, because I was so pissed, apparently the the PR told my flatmate at the time that apparently I, I, I stood on the doorstep of where I've just been thrown out, voguing for the next fifteen minutes, and then I left. <laughs> oh, what a way to go out! You might as well vogue out if you're going to be thrown out. Thanks, babes. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, about and, you? And to you think, must have been out to of think you. these days you would be more welcome in that party than Kevin Spacey. How the tables have turned. The irony. <laughs> Um, well, my worst one I'm not going to share because it is actually too bad. I'll tell you off air. So <laughs> I was at Isle of Wight Festival. I probably shouldn't tell this story because... Um, we, waited, we waited for this story longer than we waited for the election results. <laughs> I was counting the memories. We had to do a recount in Georgia. It was the, it was the Isle of Wight Festival. And, oh, God. Um, me and I was there with two friends and we were there as press. So we got to be in Isle of Wight has one of the best uh, VIP bars if you're press because the stage actually over the room, um, what you call it? The guest area overlooks the main stage. So you well, can kind of days. watch the headliners and nip into the bar, get free drinks, free food and mingle with the uh, Those days are over, I'm telling you. I'm telling so you they're over. We had drunk too much, and then there was like a separate VIP area that we weren't allowed in that was Ronan Keating's. But we managed mm. to convince them that we were friends of Ronan Keating's. And they were like, I was so drunk, and they were like, So are you like a new friend of Ronan or like an old friend? I was like, I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of like a more of an old friend from like uh, back in the day. And it was just like turning Irish <laughs> during the conversation. I was like, I'm the ghost of Stephen Gately, let me in. Uh, so we got in the party and they... My name's Sarah. It's Sarah Keating. Let me in. And I'm his <laughs> long lost... I'm his long lost granddaughter. <laughs> uh, but eventually the PR's tired of our shtick and they were like, you've already got free drink and food. Why are you trying to get into other areas? And we're like, we don't know really. We just wanted to... We want to be everywhere. Eventually they kind of ushered us off and they kind of... Uh, had, hadn't thrown us out the festival. They'd just thrown us out the guest area. But it was kind of closing up area anyway. So we decided... Well, I think I decided to kind of... A worm our way into the backstage area of the festival where all the um, the artist rooms were, the dressing rooms. Mm. And we'd managed to find ourselves in Ella Eyre's dressing room. And it was completely empty. And she had all her alcohol and her rider was in the dressing room, but there was no one there. So we went But it's in. not long ago if Ella Eyre was there. Yeah, she was relevant. So this was some time ago. Yeah. That It was during that 10 minutes of a year <laughs> when she was relevant. Um, and we went into the room and we started drinking all the alcohol. Um, and then we, someone was banging on the door and we were like, shit, we're busted. So we put all the alcohol from the rider in our friend's bag. Um, am I going to end up in court with this? In the bag. (laughs) And then we opened the door and they was like, what the hell are you doing here? They're like, oh shit, this isn't my dressing room. And we were like, oh, sorry, we're rudimental. We're meant to be somewhere else. I'm like, no one one knows what rudimental looks like. So we wandered out and we had all this alcohol clinking on the way as if we were the Tin Man. We managed to get out of that area. You were Dorothy, babes. Don't admit it. (laughs) There is no place like homo. And then we were walking out of the building and then suddenly, this is like midnight, all the staff come out a bit like zombies 
zombies in a Dawn of the Dead film and uh, they've realised that we've got the alcohol. So we make a run for it and they chase us in the dead of night oh. through the festival. And it honestly was like an Indiana Jones film because we went up to the festival gates to leave the festival because we weren't staying on site. We were staying in a hotel outside. So we were like, we just need to escape. But they closed the gates of the festival and we were trying to get through before it closed. And, like, do were, it. They clo- were they closing it because of you? Yeah, they closed the gates of the festival. They were like, close the, close the West Wing gates. And They're they, away. And they closed before over we a, got over through. Over a couple of frigging cans of warm beer. No, it was bottles of uh, spirit. It was like Southern Comfort oh. and Spiced oh, Rum. Shit. It was some good shit. Oh. And <laughs> so we were like banging at the bars like, ah, let's out. Like caged monkeys. And then they caught us. They took the alcohol back. We were just there with our hands held, held in shape. And then they cut our wristbands off, which were VIP. Oh. Oh so we, we left the festival, he- hangs heading in sh- uh, heads hanging in shame. Um, hung and um, we <laughs> went back to the hotel and then the worst part was the next day we had the audacity to go back to the piazza and be like excuse me we lost our wristbands can we get new ones and they were like come with us we'll get you your new wristbands the next day they took us to a little bus in the middle of the festival where the heads of the festival came in and basically were like we've reviewed the security footage we literally were going to phone the police on this and they like screamed at us shouted at us made us like cry and um, we Did were you banished. Cry? We Did were you ba- really cry? I had to fake a few tears because at the time they were going to go to my editor because I worked at a newspaper at the time and say what we'd done. So I had oh, to show God. remorse, which worked because they didn't go to the editor. And um, yeah, we were read for filth and then banned from the festival uh, for, for, for the foreseeable future. We could still go to the festival. We were never allowed back in the guest area. And we were oh never invited God. back into Ella Air's dressing room. Shocking. <laughs> you weren't invited in the first place. She wasn't invited back to the festival either, which I think is a separate <laughs> issue. <laughs> this year, we also did the United Queendom's very first Tosca's ceremony, where we dished out the gongs to all and sundry. Here we are, giving Ivanka Trump the Cunt of the Year Award. Congratulations, hun. But no. in this instance, for this award, Sam, I'm going to say, I think you're right, Ivanka deserves this one. Because um, the Johnny Depp thing was just such a holy mess. Mm. Um, and he's got, he's reaping his, his um, punishments. But um, Ivanka, she deserves some shade. Because Trump gets the gets the most of it, as he should. But I think we need to take a special moment to tell her to go fuck herself. And, and my friend, um, my American friend, snogged her when he was at school, and he grabbed her boobs. <sighs> was she a good snog? Uh, he said that she was a very good snog, which is unfortunate. Um, and she had to leave to break wind because I want to Trump. I want to Trump. I think that one through. <laughs> and you did think it through, and you ruined it. Um, I think um, also that she. I mean, she's. <laughs> she's got this whole thing whereby she isn't going to be able to go back to her Manhattan elite. I mean, she thinks she's going to, you know, she's going to think that her, her, her Vonka Trumps aren't going to stink when in fact they are. And she's going to have to, she's going to have to live her life in shame in uh, Mar-a-Lago and good, good riddance to her. Cause she used to be fucking, she used to think she was queen of NYC and um, all of her friends have deserted her basically because they've realized that she's just an enabler. Mm. Well, we know what it's like to live your life in shame and it's no walk in the park. Um, unless you're cottaging. <laughs> unless, unless you're Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a kneel in the park. Um, <laughs> right, that is it from us and that is it from United Queendom for 2020. But we're going to be back next week and for the foreseeable future with more drag race than you can shake a wig at. 
Drag Race UK Season 2, and also Season 13 of the American Full Fat version of RuPaul's Drag Race. So join us here next week in 2021. Let's hope this year's a better one.